What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Opinions Online. I'm back. I'm so happy. Uh, happy New Year. I mean, we are mid-Feb, but apparently we still say Happy New Year. And, uh, well, usual introduction to say thank you to the Gold Coast Report, which is the platform that he's producing and uh, distributing all our podcasts. So thank you so much, Cyril and Donald, for your help and for all your support in the past few years. Mm, you guys are doing great. There's so much going on on the platform. So please check out the Gold Coast Report on all social media and uh, the website where there are all the different podcasts. I think we are, what, nine right now? Nine, ten. There's the small coming. It's so interesting to see so many people with different backgrounds and interests just coming out there and sharing stories and opinions. So just check it out and you can have maybe a clearer understanding or overview of what's up and what is going on uh, in Accra, Accra, Ghana, Africa, this continent that everyone is talking about right now. Well, we are in Ghana, in the Gold Coast, hence the Gold Coast report. Uh, well, let's get into the topic of this episode one, which is lose yourself. I decided to call this episode lose yourself after a bit of reflection. I wanted to call it what the fuck. And then I'm like, uh, why do you always have to swear? Why do you always have to use these kind of words? Let's find something that is a bit different and maybe deeper than just the what the fuck. I might be saying what the fuck anyway so many times during this episode. But I wanted to find a title that was so more meaningful. So last year we started the year finding our purpose, which I did. And this year we start the year with losing ourselves. Well, no, I lost myself before, but now I'm back. But yes, the title of this episode is Lose Yourself because we are going to talk about what happens when you actually lose yourself for real, which I did. And not only one time in my life, I think I lost myself several times, but it's sort of like there's a sort of hole in the middle, no, towards the end of my 2019. And um, it's funny because people start not seeing you around uh, and they don't like see a lot of things happening on social media. So instead of checking on you, they're just like, oh my God, you're still here. You like that voice? Oh my God. Oh, oh, you're still around. I, I thought you left. And it's like, no, you hoped I left, but I didn't. I was just hiding, which is true. I've been hidden for a while. And for very practical reasons, it was like a survival kind of thing because I've lost myself. Uh, you know, there are different ways to lose yourself, right? Lose yourself in the music, Eminem said once. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Eminem performance at the Oscars? No, we can't, we don't have time for that. But that was interesting, like where, where, you see another one that is like, oh, I thought we were not here anymore. I thought you left, you're still here. Yes, I'm kind of the Eminem of 2020. Awesome. <laughs> For all the possible references you can think about. Anyway, so there are different ways to lose yourself, right? You can lose yourself 
sort of like in the zone, no? Which I think is sort of like what happened last year when then I started the 2019 saying, oh, I've reached enlightenment. I've found my purpose, which I still think it happened. I'm not a, a, a guru or something who can teach other people how to reach enlightenment, but I feel that I had uh, unlocked some very important things and I still think that the purpose that I've defined for myself at the beginning of last year is still there and is still happening and it's also part of this journey of losing myself and then coming back to life another time again uh, and, and it's also because when you when you go out there and tell the universe oh I'm finally I, I got it <laughs> I found my purpose the universe is like yes okay let's see and I think that's what happened. It's like things kept coming, right? And and I mean, this happens to everybody and things kept coming. And for a while I was like, I can do it. I'm strong. I found, I found myself now. I know what I want. So I'm going to fight this. I'm going to win this. I'm going to be myself 100% and build something important for myself. Yes, I'm going to quit my job and take the guy to court because these people need to understand that there's accountability and there's work ethics. And then I'm going to embark myself in this new journey. I'm going to start teaching yoga because that's what I really love to do. And I'm going to keep helping artists and other people to find the journey because I love people. And I'm going to like, and that's when you lose yourself in a different way. That's when you lose yourself because you give too much of yourself to other people and then there's not really much left for you. And you have to be careful with that because uh, people sometimes don't, don't remember that. And so then they come back to you and they're like, well, I'm sorry, no, I have to do me. So I'm sorry, but... But I'm doing me, so I can't be around you anymore. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I think episode two is gonna is gonna be all about how we went completely overboard with this idea of doing me, being myself, unapologetic, whatever. Like being unapologetic doesn't mean that you can walk on people's face. But if I go too much in detail of this, I, I lose myself again. And so let me go back to the losing yourself. So yeah, so you can lose yourself because you give too much of yourself to other people. And then you can lose yourself sort of like unintentionally. Because some people can be like with you and tell you, let's go, let's take a walk together. Let's go into the woods and let's walk together into the woods. And then at some point you turn and you're like, wait, where's everybody? Or where's that somebody, right? And you are alone into the woods and it's dark. And you can hear the wolves in the distance. And you're like, what the fuck? That's why that, that's why that was going to be the possible title of this episode. But then again, I decided to change it and call it Lose Yourself. Because then he's like, I didn't want to lose myself, but now I'm lost. And I'm alone. 
and what am I gonna do? And you're like in this, and it takes a while from where you are to freaking come out of the freaking woods, right? Especially if you were supposed to go with somebody or some people and they're like disappeared. And then some other people that you know that we decided to, I'm sorry, I'm doing me, Sarah, I can't. <laughs> I will, we will talk about it more. And until you're there and you're like, what am I gonna do? And you might get very desperate. And that's when you really, really lose yourself. There's a hole. I, I can see it now. Now that I'm out, it's like, if I look back, there's a hole in my 2019. It's a hole. It's a black hole. Because if I have to tell you very sincerely, even if I remember the main parts of the things that happened, I don't remember a lot of things. I don't remember, thankfully, even some conversations. You know, they say you don't remember pain. That's how you survive. When I destroyed my ankle, I think it was probably, I can't even imagine when you break so many bones in your body, how painful it can be. I don't remember it. I don't remember that specific pain. So they say that actually that not there's a survival mechanism. And so I do not remember conversations. I know I said terrible things, dark things. I think I, I scared people. I scared myself at some point. And so I'm going to tell you what happened because a lot of people keep saying, where have you been? I thought you left. Now I'm here. So yeah, so in September 2019, I got pregnant. And I thought it was a very good thing because I'm not a kid anymore. Because even if the person that was supposed to come with me into the woods decided to <laughs> not doing it, oh, he will tell you a different story. He will tell you that he was going to do it, but he was going to do it his way. And his way wasn't contemplating the idea of hormones and all the issues and all the causes of a pregnancy. So I don't know what he has in his mind, what he had in his mind, but it's all right because, I mean, we're all different human beings and unfortunately sometimes we trust the wrong people and it's still fine, this doesn't make them bad people, it just makes them like boys. But anyway, I don't want to get there, this is not what we're talking about, we're talking about losing ourselves, not about killing other people, so let's move on. And uh, yeah, because I really have no uh, no blame and no like some it hurts but but that's not that's not what I want to talk about the thing that I want to talk about is that when you're there and you still decide to do it because for some reasons even if I have I was never there be like I want a baby I want a baby right but it happened and then you're happy and so you're like you know what I've been through so much shit in my life I think I can do this and you have some nice friends that are like, oh, we're going to help you. You're going to be fine. You can do it, right? And you decide to do it. And I was pregnant for 46 days. Now you might think that 46 days is not a lot. 
and technically compared to nine months it's not a lot but compared to not pregnant is a lot because whatever happens into your body is so much you cannot even imagine it and the thing is also that you cannot only not imagine it you can't control it somebody made us believe that we are this sort of goddesses that i mean we are but the fact that you believe that you are the one that is giving life or taking life whatever that's bullshit you absolutely have no control to anything that is happening in your body you're a vessel you're just a vessel there's something growing inside you that is using you to come out and that's it and this something or someone oh <laughs> we'll get there this something or someone depending on what you believe in is literally using you and uh, and you're happy you're fine with that but you're also very crazy because you thought you knew what hormones were because you had a period since you were a little girl but you didn't know about this beast that the pregnancy hormones had and maybe my experience is completely different from any other woman experience but because that's how it should be we are all different human beings and we are all different women and that's the first thing that drives me crazy in this situation and drove me crazy in this situation is that every other woman in the world feels allowed to tell you how you're supposed to feel and what is supposed to happen because it happened to them before and it's like no it doesn't work like that because if there's one thing that I've learned is that we are all unique and we are all different and we all go through things in so many different ways so every time somebody came to tell me how I was supposed to be I was so lost because I was like no that's not how I, no, no I don't feel that I don't feel this oh my god without it's tough and you might think that 30 46 days is not a lot because you don't see it but you feel it and when you decide that you want it in 46 days ha, your brain has visualized your baby from kindergarten to college you already know where he's going to go to college trust me maybe not all of us but i was into that i was doing it i was happy and then after 46 days my baby or what was just the beginning of a baby left and you think that is something you could go with and yes we hear about it but not as much and you don't get over it very easily i'm not over it I don't think I ever be over it. It's 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 something that changes you completely. I think it made me a better person. That's why I lost myself, but I'm happy to have lost myself and found myself back this different more deep and mature woman, I think, who's also very tired of women being ridiculous about these kind of things. or thinking that they own 
all the answers about these things. Or thinking that they can tell you things like, oh, but that's amazing, it means you can try again. Are you mad? That's what you think you should say to somebody who just lost a baby? Or, or not the, 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 the competitive ones, the ones that say, oh, but it happened to me three times. So it's sort of like, so I get over it, right? It's like, what is wrong with us? I don't know. But we need to try to be better. We need to try to be more supportive because I really think that this idea of like super powerful feminist women has literally gone on a different level. And that's why people and a lot of women think that they can walk on your face and that's fine. You see... It's different from, uh, and also this other thing. Yes, that's the other thing. So, so I'm doing me, I can do whatever I want. I can tell you whatever I want. Everything I say, it's valid, which is, it is, it is valid. But you should understand that whatever you say affects other people. So you have to take responsibility. For me, it's okay if you want to do you and be out there and decide that everything you say is valid. But then you got to take responsibility of whatever you say. And whatever you do. And for some reasons, there, that little part, people keep, <laughs> keep missing the point on that. But anyway, I don't want to talk about this. But because the other thing that really affects me is that these over female empowerment conversations are literally um, are becoming insulting towards men. And that's, that's not going to get us anywhere. Insulting is not going to get us anywhere. At least generalizing with the insults is literally not going to get us anywhere. So uh, we, we keep failing on calling out men with terrible behaviors and we keep marrying them and protecting them. And then we go around saying men are trash. And in this way we are, uh, we are sort of like uh, picturing the world like there's a bunch of idiots out there and and there are some but there's also a bunch of stupid women out there and I'm saying this because in this journey after the miscarriage the greatest incredible conversation were with men I am blessed with a lot of male friends that are extremely smart strong, beautiful, sensitive, and they usually do the right thing. And unfortunately, yeah, my friends, they are not the guys I, I decide to have a baby with, right? <laughs> Amazing. Yes, because we, our judgment is completely no, focused on other things when we choose our partners. I don't know how, but my friends, they are awesome. And I have to say that what I loved in this journey of losing myself and getting to this, this dark space is that with the worst people able to listen to the darkest thing I had to say were my male friends. I don't remember some conversations. But one of them, when I started to feel better, and I, and I had to work a lot to feel better. Physical exercise, like until I was exhausted and yoga and meditation and prayers in languages that I don't even know and 
crying and puking, and come on, guys, it's 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 hard. Who are we? Who are we? Who are we fooling? The whole experience itself, even if it's just forty-six days, what comes out? Of your body, you can't even imagine it. Oh, are you gonna say it's gross? Well, well. Seriously, that's gross. That's life, right? We bleed. We we have bodies that can survive incredible things, and that's why we have to love these bodies. We have to know these bodies i lost myself into myself that's what also happened i learned to understand every single tiny change in my body i've learned how to heal myself because trust me these doctors they are nuts sorry little little thing i know that some people go to the german clinic and think that that doctor is a good doctor because she's prepared If you don't have empathy and you leave a woman bleeding in your waiting room for with a bunch of other pregnant women around her and make her wait two to three hours before you can tell her that her baby is actually dead but she's bleeding out, I know it's a lot. We will put a disclaimer on, on this on this episode. But if you're not able to empathize with this woman, you shouldn't be a doctor. You shouldn't be a doctor. But anyway, that's another story. But so you have to go through that as well. Because, because yeah, it's not that deep, I guess, in their opinion. It happens to everyone. It happens to so many women. Like they tell you, you know, it happens to so many women. It's fine. It's not. It's painful. And maybe it's not painful in the same way for everyone, but I'm telling you, it's painful. And it's traumatizing. And then you feel so sad. And you get into this dark space and you don't know what to tell people, right? I'm not feeling well, what's happening? And so I remembered one thing. I remember what my friend Jodie Patterson told me. She says it in the book. If you don't remember who's Jodie Patterson from my previous episode, is my is the person that I'm so proud to call friend, who's the chair of the human rights campaign and advocate and activist for LGBTQI community rights with an amazing transgender child called Penelope and um, I remember when she said when she's she found out that her child was transgender because her child told her not because uh, that she started saying the word out loud out loud more in public in dinners with friends yes Penelope is transgender like and people were like what And it's like, the more I said it, the more I felt I was doing the job. The more I felt I was make, normalizing something that should be normal. How many 
time do you hear the word miscarriage in your normal conversations? I'm not saying that you should share if you don't want to share, but what happened to me is that when I started saying to people that I thought I could, no, it was safe to say it. So maybe you're talking with other women and it's like, oh, how are you? I've not seen you around. And you say, I've not been well. I had a miscarriage a couple of months ago and I'm now coming out. Many said, oh, wow, it happened to me as well. It was terrible. And so at least I realized that I was giving a safe space for somebody to have that excel, have that moment where it's like I can say it loud without feeling judged or, or I don't know, get a stupid comment or somebody telling me that, oh, it happens, it's all right. It's not, it's not all right because in the end of the day, we talk about women empowerment, but we have to talk about what motherhood is. Which is, yes, I'm sure is amazing. I don't know if I want to try it again, but I'm sure it's an amazing thing, but it's also a crazy thing because what you have to realize is that you're just a vessel. You have absolutely no power. So while we're there trying to play God, we have to realize that we're not God at all. Because none of us is God here on earth. And so, well, so I got really, really lost. Darkest place ever. And then I came out. I proudly came out. But again, I came out because some people that found me there walking alone in the woods were like, Oh, let me help you. I know, I know how to come out. And the help is not just physical help, but look, this metaphor is amazing and I'm using it because it's really representative of how it works. Some people might find you in the woods and help you come out just holding your hand. Some people will not hold your hand because maybe it's difficult for them to come that close, but they will just tell you, follow me. I'm gonna be here. You can follow me from distance and find a way out. So I'm not gonna be there with you. I'm not gonna be no, in the same space with you, but you can follow me. And that's already a lot. I had people checking on me in the middle of the night when they saw that I was online to be sure that I was sleeping or that I was trying to sleep or that I was going to sleep or that I was not going in that dark space. I had people who allowed me to send voice notes that were so sad and dark. I had people who found the way to snap me out of moments with smile. I have a specific friend, I can't say his name or he's going to kill me because he's a very private person. But I love him so much because, and now I do it on purpose because I know what's gonna happen, that every time I have, I still have moments, I do. My pregnancy test is not my, 
is on my bathroom thing. He's there. I look at it. I still talk to him. I don't know why I'm sure it was a him. We have conversations because for 46 days we had so many conversations and so we still have conversations. And I sort of have the feeling that the universe sent me a sort of like guardian. I know it's, it's silly coming from me, but, but yes, I, I still have some conversation. Be like, come on. Have you seen what's happening? What are we doing today? I have these conversations. But anyway, talking about this amazing friend, when I get to these sad moments, I text him and I'm like, I'm crying. And he will tell me, stop it, loser. Which is so typical of him, but I love it. And of course, it's not going to work with everyone. But, but for me, it's important to find that moment of even laughter in the desperation because that's what life is. I think life is that moment of laughter. And it's so funny because I come from this very interesting family. My family is extremely interesting where for some reason in every very dramatic situation, there's a moment when we end up laughing so much that then that's what we remember years after. Like I remember my mom telling us this kind of story since we were very young about like a grandmother funeral and like all this situation where there was always a crazy hilarious moment and I think that's why also I am this kind of person because I've grown up in a family where for some reason we always found the way to smile in a dark moment it's not a stupid smile it's not a uh, it's not a unconscious be like it's not that I'm not feeling what is happening I'm just being dumb and I'm smiling it, it's it's sort of like it's to find that that little light there is in every every darkness so you lose yourself but when you lose yourself what you have to do is to keep looking for that little light because sometimes if you're not lucky like me that might not be that stranger on the road that is telling you to follow him or her. But if you look, you will see that little light and you will keep following it and get out and find yourself again. Because losing ourselves is the only way to process something that is so painful. If we don't lose ourselves and we don't feel the pain, we will not come out. When you feel the pain, you are able to forget it. But when you don't feel it, it's sort of like it's still there. And it's like it's not that painful, but it's constant and it's going to be with you forever. So you need to allow yourself to feel it. To come out of it and I think I did it and that's why I'm back and so even if people keep telling me oh my god you're still here and I'm like yes I'm still here I'm alive and we're gonna make it and I'm very happy that I've started again a new adventure working with new people and the ones the ones that left 
it's their karma they have to deal with. I'm dealing with mine. That's the other important thing. I have absolutely no hard feelings for anyone. But I can make choices. I can decide that if you decided to do something, well then, I don't want you around. And you live with your karma and I live with mine. No judgment. I don't judge anyone for their decisions, but they cannot come and tell me that I have to acknowledge or I have to say something about their decisions because that is not going to happen. It doesn't work like that. Life is important. And we have to respect it. And to respect it, we have to take responsibility. This was one of the lessons of my Buddhist days that I will always remember and I will, I will always respect, even if I don't practice as much anymore or I'm not really a good one because I'm not good in any organized religion. I mean, that's my, that's my rebel my rebel side. The more you give me rules, the more I want to break them, right? But responsibility, that's the rule. So the moment we take responsibility, that's when we can move on. It's not, it's, it's not guilt. There's no guilt. There's, there's nothing to feel guilty about. Shit happens. Life happens. But responsibility, yes, that's important. And so I want to close with a happy note, which is we're back. Episode two is going to be a funny one, I'm telling you. And uh, I want to give a big hug to all the women and girls that might listen to these and, and might find themselves in my awards. Because what happens to us as women, we still don't talk about it enough. And we still, we still I think we're still not compassionate enough towards each other. In a way, we keep being judgmental and that's and that's not taking us anywhere. And also embrace the men that are ready to be embraced and want to be alive, allies with us because they are there. I'm, I'm, I'm so lucky because I had, I had a father figure that is such a beautiful male presence with three girls in the house and a wife for his entire life. And he's been amazing in this journey. And, uh, I have amazing male friends and I'm so grateful for everyone that helped me to lose myself and come back. So, so when you see me in town again, stop saying, oh my God, I thought you left. I'm here. I didn't go anywhere. I've been in Ghana in Accra the entire time. And this 2020 is going to be super fun. So follow the Gold Coast Report, follow opinions of mine if you want. We are on all the digital platforms for podcasts, Apple, uh, I don't know, Spotify, Deezer, whatever, 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 whatever. And you can also find us on the website. So you can also find a web link to listen to every episode. And uh, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we are here. Thank you so much.
This has been a Gold Coast Report production. I've been told by so many people that I live inside my head. And I've been told by so many people that I live inside my head. And I've been told by so many people that I live inside my head. And I've been told by so many people, Charlie, you live inside your head. My mind's a lovely place to be. My mind was made just for me. My mind's a lovely place to be. My mind was made just for me.